for listening to our podcast today. My name is Nadine James, and I am the founder and CEO of the 5 to 9 Network Lounge Small Business Talk Show. Our model is we're all about small business. Since we are approaching the end of May, and May is designated as the Foster Care Month, my guest today will talk about what happens to foster teens aging out of the system at 18 years old and how her organization, Home for Me, is available to assist them. My guest is an author, motivational speaker, coach, trainer, and a consultant, but first and foremost, a pastor. Donna Lee Reed is the founder of Home For Me. Her organization is a voice for teens in foster care, taking the concerns of homelessness from teens aging out of foster care. So Donna, let's talk about the startling statistics in reference to homelessness and what is being done to lower the statistics and what Home For Me is doing to help eliminate this. Yes, Nadine, thank you so much for having me. Uh, Yeah, again, Home For Me stands for Hope, Opportunity, Mentoring, and Education. And Nadine, there are so many people that are unaware of what happens with our young people, our teenagers that are in the foster care system and the ones that are aging out. So let me just take you through the mindset of a teen in foster care. Number one, they pretty much know chances of them being adopted are slim to none. And many of them are in group homes where we think that they're in foster homes, maybe with a family. A lot of them are actually in a group home setting. And so on their 18th birthday, their resources come to an end. So imagine being a 13, 14, 15 year old and you might be placed here or placed there or have to move from place to place. And then 16 and 17, you're coming up on that age where on your birthday, all the resources you have now, what you have at least gotten used to is going to come to an end. And so if they don't have a plan in place, a place to live, then at 18 years old, instead of celebrating that milestone, they are worried sick. Right now in the United States, there are over 23,000 teens in the foster care system that will age out of the system annually. So this year... 23,000 teens will age out of foster care and 20% of them will become instantly homeless. Wow, Donna, that's startling statistics, not to interrupt you, but just Mm -hmm. think becoming homeless, nowhere to go, nothing to do. They're very vulnerable at that time. And you know what generally happens? They'll either end up in prison. The females will sell their bodies. They'll do whatever it takes to survive. Am I correct or do you agree with that? And that's not even something that's on their mind. It's on the mind of those that are out there that see the situation they're in. And what I mean by that is you have drugs as an option. Uh, Like you said, crime is sometimes an option. Gangs, uh, pregnancy. There are so many things, human trafficking. There are so many things that the streets are right there. 
Whereas if these young people didn't get pushed to that situation, they would have the, the great life that they should have and that they deserve. These are great young people that are in the system. They're not there at any fault of their own. They're there because someone else could not take care of them. And they ended up in literally, it's called the system. And as they flow through the system, mm -hmm. it's mostly on a survival case. And then once they get to that 18th birthday, again, just picture a young person, no fault of their own, ending up homeless or even aging out of the system and having to figure out what their next steps are. So what Home For Me does is our goal is to get them into college, uh, make sure that they're working, making sure that um, they have a plan. And um, in most systems with DSS and that type of thing, they have some sort of plan. But once those teens turn 18, it is up to them to figure out their next step. It's up to them to navigate what they may have learned or may not have learned. And so what Home For Me does is, is make sure that they're on the right track, make sure they have a plan that is it coincides with what their skill, their talents, their gifts, and their likes are. What, what is it that you like to do? What is your skill and your talent your, your, or your gifts? And then we help develop those while we're making sure they are on a plan to success. And then once they age out of the system, we make sure that they know where their next resource is or that they are in position to to have a place to live and then uh, 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 I'm going to say partners, I'm going to say um, people that are around them that can nurture them, which is key, and that can mentor them and that can stick with them. Now, let me say, uh, Nadine, when these young people are 18, 19, 20, 21, they're still kids. If we yes, even they think are. about Right. If we think about our own kids, they're still kids. And, they are. and yeah. right. My kids, late 30s and in, in early 40s, they still call me. They call for advice because who am I? I'm mom. They call right. for advice. Call, how do you cook this? What do you think about that? I've got this good news. I'm going through this. These young people need that consistent person in their lives to know that they have somewhere to call good news, bad news, ups, downs, feel good, feel bad. They need somebody. And so that's what home for me is. And, and we're just thankful to be a part of their lives. Now, let me share a few of the things that we do. Again, raising awareness is so key. But then what actions are being taken? So again, our goal, one of our goals is to get them into college or make sure that they are working so that when they... Um, we're able to get them into a place to live that they uh, can pay for it and, you know, and, and be blessed along that manner. But one of the things we do while they're in the system, while they're creating that plan is annually, we have what's called the ultimate birthday party. Do you know, Nadine, most of these young people have never had a birthday party? Yeah. And that's, that's so interesting that they never had a birthday party out of all the years they've been alive. Now, I do mm -hmm. want to interject one question here. Like, okay. if they are with the foster family, is that still in effect at 18 they have to leave, or can they continue to stay with that family? 
So they can, but the majority of the, no, 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 I, I don't take that word out the majority, but many of the times that they're asked to leave because wow. they're 18 and the resources come to an end. Now it shifts like in the state of North Carolina, they have extended the resources that they give, but there's a lot of times where there's other kids that are, are waiting and foster parents will just say, you know, we, we'll take some more kids or we'll get another child or whatever the reason is. And then let me just throw this in to keep it real. If, a, if an 18 year old on his, his or her 18th birthday and that resource comes to an end or that time at that home comes to an end, if they know that they're there for a check or if they're not comfortable there, they want to leave just as bad. So mm, that's also the other piece of it. Right. That's also the other piece of it because they've been under the system. They have to do it this way. They had to do it that way. So if that's a loving, nurturing family, which is our prayer that they all end up in, then a lot of times, yes, they'll say, you know, this is not a problem. They're going off to college or, you, you know, whatever the case is. But you have all too many times where on both ends, they might be ready to go. And mm -hmm. so if that be the yep. case, they, they still need to be, you know, have a place where they're able to go. And that's true. Because mm -hmm. what I was thinking about, like you're saying, if they were in a nurturing, loving home, that would really, really have an impact on a teen having to leave that home when they develop the relationship with that family. So that's right. why I asked that question, you know, did they have to leave if everything's okay with right. them and right. that foster family? You know, if everything is fine and that foster parents, you know, and that family says yes, and they've bonded, Absolutely. They, you know, they can stay and oh, um, great. absolutely they can stay if that is the scenario. But remember, 23,000 will age out, out, keyword out of the system. Oh, that's and just so, alarming. Right. And so if they and then I want you to also remember this key point, in fact. Most of them are in group homes. So there is, is, is this not an option to stay with a family. They weren't with a family. They were with a group home, which means it was a group of them in one home. Mm, and, you know, and, and not, not mother and father, but employees, case managers, case workers that I'm yes. sure showed them the love and attention, but it's a caseload. And so at yes, 18, that's it. That's it. That, that's the picture I want us to get. The, the, the picture we desire is the family and that will keep them and, and, and you know, and, and bond and they become their own. The reality is the group home that comes to an end when they're 18. And you know what? It has a mental effect on them because here they're just thrown out, just out there. Yes. And let and, me point uh, this out. Let me, let me point, I don't mean to cut you off, but let me point oh, this no, out. So if, if my 18th birthday falls in December, which one of our young ladies this happened to, and school is out in June, 
And that's when I graduate. <laughs> if my resources come to an end and, and, and that foster family or says you have to go, they're not even finished with school. And that happened mm. to one, one young lady that, that we have under uh, us. And she literally was turned 18 in December, December, cold month, December. Yes. And her, mm. she was with this family for two years and called the mom, mom. And they asked her to leave on her 18th birthday. They told her she had to go. And she ended up outside. She didn't know where to go. She didn't have any idea this was going to be the scenario of her birthday. And she ended up outside. And you know, that, ooh, that has such a mental impact on a person. Exactly. That's calling this person mom, thinking everything's okay. On your 18th birthday, you haven't even finished school yet. And they tell you that. Right. And the abandonment issue that comes with that. The, right. The, the, not even knowing what to do, where to go. Is someone going to take me in? What's going to happen to me? This young lady, uh, met, um, the school system kicked in and was able to help her until she turned 18 and graduate. I mean, I'm sorry, until she graduated. But then that ended. And then she ended up back out on the streets. And this young lady hit some really hard times. I mean, she was molested. She she was surrounded by things. She, she had to sleep on a park bench. And and finally, she ended up in a shelter. And how we were connected with her is uh, my cousin was actually, a, who was a teacher, was volunteering at a shelter. And when she saw the young lady there, it was a former student. And she thought she was there volunteering. And she said, no, she said, no, ma'am, I'm staying here. And she told her, her story. And these were her words. She said, and all I want to do is go to college. She didn't know how to get into college. And no one in a whole year had helped her get into college. And so wow. we wrapped our arms around her and our resources. We got her into college, got everything for her dorm, which is another thing that we do. It's called the college kit. And it was, you know, her refrigerator, her microwave, her, her bedding, uh, towel sheets, um, food containers, hamper, everything that she needed for that dorm. And we got her into college. And then and then during the winter, you know, we were able to keep up with her and get her some more resources and that type of thing. But it, it's just a reality that a lot of people are unaware of. And there are a lot of resources out here. There really are. However, if that young person does not know how to get to them and navigate that, and if they are... Um, out here on their own and don't have that connection and that consistent person that was with them throughout this process, they're, they're, they're out there again, abandoned with, with nowhere to go, not, nothing, you know, nothing in their future as far as they see, even though bright futures are, are waiting for them, college, work, apartment, and then are they ready for their own apartment? That's but true. have to end up, you know, in their own apartment. But we we have recently home for me has recently um, connected with some great resources. We have a gentleman who purchases homes. He did not know that this was an issue. And when he came in contact with me, 
we, we talked about it and how he even came in contact with me as he met a young man through a mutual friend who was in this situation, had aged out of foster care, didn't have anywhere to go. He had a job, but he didn't have anywhere to go. He was sleeping in, uh, I want to say it was somebody's office. Somebody was letting him sleep in their office. And uh, they, they connected him with uh, this gentleman who, who buys homes and fixes them up really nicely. And, and they, you know, shared with him and he let him come and stay at the home. And he called me and he said, listen, I just heard about your organization and you, this is our scenario. We were able to wrap around him, but he was able to become aware of what happens. And now his, his goal is to purchase homes for that reason which is a blessing. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's just um, home for me is just home for me is a blessing. Let me put it that way because these kids need it. And um, it's just, it's just so much. I mean, if we had more organizations like home for me, because again, like you said, it's 23,000 aging out the system. Every year. year. Annually, yes. And then let me say this, uh, Nadine, you know, I said our goal is to get them into college. So that preparation takes time before 18, the age of 18. And that's correct. Needless to say, what happened just a few months ago when everything shut down? That's the next question. The colleges shut down. You have all over the United States, you had young people who were told, Get your belongings and you have to go home. And they had no home. That was their home. Yes. So uh, we are connecting with colleges. If you hear this podcast and you are connected with a college, please have them contact me. Let me be specific and let me be honest. If you are connected to an HBCU, I ask that you please contact me, Donna Reed. And again, you can reach us at Home For Me, and that's the number four, homeforme.org. Or you can, um, you can reach out to uh, me specifically or our organization at 704-567-5118. And I'm going to say that again, 704-567-5118. You can text or call that number. And please... Uh, many of our colleges are unaware of who's even staying there. And there's, there's programs that need to be developed or uh, implemented within those colleges for this population. Yes. And that's something, you know, it is, believe it or not, I just found out there is so much money on the table through our government for HBCUs. They don't even know that it's it's available. And it can go towards something like this, you know, as far as housing for, you know, foster teens that want to go to college and so on and so forth. So, yes, HBCUs need to contact you so they can start that process. Yes. And... And, uh, uh, Exactly, exactly. And so let me let me name a few things that we have coming up this year. And uh, anyone who hears this, please, please, please consider contacting us donating. 
And when you donate, um, there are several ways that you can do that. But let me share what's happening. In June, we are going to be doing some vision board parties online that will also connect the young people with college information on getting into college scholarships. If you're out there and you have any of these details and information, please again, contact us because we wanna make sure this information is in the hands of all of these teens so that they don't have to scramble at the end. They can, they can smoothly transition into scholarships, uh, applications, schools, whatever it is. That's number one. So we are doing that in June. We are going to be reaching out. We are fundraising right now because we are giving 125 suitcases filled with things these young people need. Towels, sheets, um, towels and sheets, umbrellas, gift cards so that they might go get something for themselves, something that they need you know, without others always dictating what they need. And um, they can do that. And it, we're going to have a grand time. I, I do vision board uh, experiences online. We used to, we did them in per, uh, person until this and until this lifts right now, we are doing them online. We are dropping off the materials that they need. And if they are outside of our area, if they're anywhere in the United States and you want to have this vision board experience with them and want to make sure that we give them items and gifts and things, please contact me because again, we will work it out in your area. And so then we're having the birthday celebration, the ultimate birthday celebration that will take place in um, August. And then we normally host the National Family Empowerment Conference, which brings together resources, organizations, businesses, entrepreneurs, and, and those who can empower and impact the foster and adoptive family with teens, those that have teens. And so that we make sure we get these resources to them. Now it is our prayer that we already have moved it to 2021 to have the physical one because we're really believing that they're going to have, you know, a, a, a solution to what's taking place right now. However, we still have plans to have some form of the National Family Empowerment Conference in September, the last weekend in September. So please contact us for that. And what we're going to do is we're going to make sure that these young people are connected, that they know we are here, that they know that their needs will be met, and that we can take that stress and worry from them as they move towards that 18th birthday or for those that have already reached that 18th birthday. We want to make sure that they um, know that their resources are available and that somebody cares so that's the three things right now that we were working on. We, we're looking donations. You can go to our website, homeforme.org, and you can make donations there. We have a cash app, which is also on there. If you go there, you can see what the cash app is. And 
We want to fill these suitcases. If you have items that you believe that can go into these suitcases, if it's your company, if it's um, giveaways, and you can get those items to us, please contact me. If you are a company, a, a corporation, and you can donate to this cause, please contact us. Again, Donna Lee Reed, and the, you call the number 704-567-5118. Uh, we want to fill these suitcases. And then I want to say this piece. It is our desire to give every teen in foster care a bed in a bag. Now, why is that important and where did that come from? Well, when these young people go from place to place and they go from location to location to stay, home to home, they're going into someone else's atmosphere, someone else's room, someone else's bed, but if they have their own bedding, their own sheets, their own, this belongs to me, and they can take that when they go from place to place, it gives them that sense of, of comfort, if you will. The suitcase, the fill of suitcase gives them that sense of dignity instead of leaving from one location to another with a black plastic bag. And if you go on and look, that's, that's what happens. But that bed in the bag, it's something we desire to give them no matter what. We want them to have that bed in a bag. We, we can ship it directly to them. If you make the donation, they average $50. And if you make that donation, you can go on again to the website. You can click on the bed in a bag. You can donate as many as you like. And we will make sure that they get, because one of the, one of the, um, desires for us is to be able to give them the one they want. So we do have a system where it, uh, if it's someone we're connected with, they can go on, they can pick out the one they want. Let me say this. If you are a wholesaler and you are con or connected to one, the suitcases, the towels, the bed and the bags, connect with me, please so that we can get those items directly from you. That would be a blessing, opposed to us you know, going to um, uh, stores and buying them retail. It would be a blessing and we could reach more young people. So I say all of that to say, thank you for listening. There is a major need out here. Home for me is making a difference and you can make a difference. Here's what we say, and this is how we say it. Because of you, there will be a home for me. Because of you, there will be uh, a child whose life will be changed. And I want to say this from one who was raised in foster care myself, had a wonderful upbringing. And when I was 18 and left home and I thought I was grown, I found out what it was like to be on my own in the world by myself. And with that being the case is when at 18 years old myself, when I said if there's anything I could ever do, and now I'm at a place in life where I can make a difference. 
But when I looked back on my life, the words, because of you, I can, because of you, I will, because of you, I did, and because of you, I am. And I dedicate those four statements to Mary and Freddie Johnson, who came into my life, got me out of an orphanage, and made the difference in who I am today. And so you can make a difference. And because of you, there will be a home for me, for these teens. And we, I just want to say thank you for having me, uh, Nadine. You're so and welcome. And thank you for those who are listening and who will make a difference. And yes, I'm open to any more questions that you might have, but I just wanted to get that in. Well, thank you so much, Donna, for being on this podcast, because this is awesome information and people need to hear this. And I thank the audience for listening to this podcast. If you have any questions or comments, there is a message button that you can leave me a message and I will return the message. Or you can email me at the number five T O nine network events at gmail.com. And if you would like to become a listener, a, um, a listener to the podcast, a supported listener, email me at the email address that I just spoke of. And I will give you the details because there are two levels. And um, if you'd like to even become a sponsor of the show, contact me at the number five T O nine network events at gmail.com. And thank you for listening to the five to nine network lounge, small business talk show. Again, our model is we're all about small business and thank you. And we will talk soon.